Live from Cobb County, they're coming off the top rope. If they can actually climb up there. You gotta be kidding me! No, don't do this! It's time for the finishing move. Our chance to talk all things wrestling with the road dog, Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan, Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe. The finishing move on Atlanta's SportsX. Good evening, wrestling fans. Hope you are doing well. If you were not, if you didn't feel like you were in wrestling, WrestleMania season before the Royal Rumble because you thought that had to take place at least first, you are now officially in WrestleMania season. So welcome to WrestleMania season, everybody. This is the time of year for wrestling fans that we look forward to every April or March, depending on how the calendar falls, when WrestleMania is right around the corner. Tonight, Road Dog Adam Gillespie is me, and I am with my partner, my my normal tag team partner. We're back, we're back together one-on-one. Big John, how you doing tonight, buddy? Happy WrestleMania season to you. Before we delve too deep, first of all, I'm great. But before we delve too deep into WrestleMania season, let's discuss how amazing my predictions were oh we're gonna get there we're gonna get there we're gonna you know we're gonna talk about the royal rumble uh we are missing one voice tonight chris colwell the the bearded something uh is not feeling well so he is sitting out tonight i do envision at some point the three of us will actually do a show together it seems like either i'm out or, or colwell's out or you're out for whatever reasons uh but i do think maybe next week will be the week see i'm not gonna say when because then it gets jinxed Something happens, and so something's going. And I was supposed to be out today having surgery That's right. uh, with the kidney stone, but I postponed that surgery for now. So, so I don't know if it's going to fall on next Thursday, and that's going to keep me out. Uh, but we'll see if we're so, all back together. So, what you're saying is you're enduring pain right now for beha- on behalf of the finishing move, while Colwell is well. He's a. Uh, I'm glad I stopped myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> but this is going to be painful for me. I'll go ahead and get it out of the way now. Uh, I know. First off, congratulations! Your AU went eight and zero with your picks uh, in the Royal Rumble. Uh, so that was a, a great. You picked the whole the whole pay per view from top to, to to bottom from uh, pre uh, from kickoff show to uh, the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, it- I, I know how you did it. You cheated. Uh, so if you're good with being a cheater, uh, and and then you tweeted out. Uh, after I tweeted the standings, you tweeted out a, a meme or a gif of, of Ric Flair. So your subconscious knew you cheated, uh, and it and had you pick one, uh, the uh, picture of the dirtiest player in the game to celebrate your 8-0 Royal Rumble. Uh, so if you're good with that, you know, I'm good with that. Let's be clear. I had a perfect prediction. Cheater. And it was... And this is something that you guys as the listeners, if you guys want to join in with us, put your predictions out there. Put them out there with us. Join us. Let's see how we all do. We're going to do this throughout this entire year. So throughout the whole weekend, what? We did Royal Rumble. And, and the Worlds Collide. And Worlds Collide. So, so yeah, that's right. I mean, you have a good lead. You got off to a great lead with the 8-0 uh, eight and, eight and Royal Rumble. You and I were tied at the tops coming out of Worlds Collide. Uh, and you obviously made some did put some distance between the two of us. 
Uh, I you are at the top overall, thirteen and one coming off the weekend. I'm at ten and four. I was five and three on the rumble. And um, Colwell is dragging up the rear. He had an awful weekend. He took a big hit on Worlds Collide. He, he did. He and I. Uh, he and I tied on the Rumble. He was five and three as well, uh, and he is now eight and six overall. So you have a uh, three game lead over me, or a three pick lead over at least me. You got a five uh, pick lead over Colwell. That's strong standings. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, if Thank you're you. able to sleep at night being a cheater. Uh, that's that's uh, different for everybody. You I know, guess. to be honest with you, uh, Eddie, the late great Eddie Guerrero said it best: "We lie, we cheat, we steal." And uh, it got him to a championship and a really cool lowrider. Uh, Ric Flair is a multi-time champion on that, so look, you know what? I'm perfectly okay with it. And look, let's just face it: this isn't indicative of, well, at least not for you, Colwell. This might be indicative of his knowledge of wrestling. We might have to discuss this with. Him. Yeah, we may have to. <laughs> we may have to look at that again. So I mean, we just talked. We, we we I think we did okay. You yeah. obviously did great uh, on your picks. Uh, so the next one coming up is uh, Takeover in a couple weeks in Portland. We'll have another NXT event, and then uh, we have the uh, Saudi Arabia event coming up. And like I said, and like uh, or like uh, Big John said, we're going to do this all year long and keep up with them and see who ends up with the title at the end. Uh, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you're off to a good start. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's completely a. I mean, we got a lot going on. We're in January. We got the early portion of the year. Things can turn. Unexpected twists happen, and you know, emotions start to set in. Let's just face it. It gets to a point where you start making picks, and you end up picking a fan favorite, one of your favorites, and it turns out to be so far wrong that it's just like I, I don't know why I made that selection and. Then I'm looking back, and it's like I could be at the bottom of the pile. This is fun. We're going to have tons of fun with this. And like I said, guys, tweet us, email us. We'd love to have you guys get involved with it. We want to have everybody join in and have a little fun with this. So we're talking about the picks we made for the Royal Rumble. Uh, let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Let's just get into it. I, I'm going to, off the top, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I'm going to go in the middle. Oh, wow, okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. There were just... And honestly, this might be indicative of what I, uh, of my picks was. I enjoyed making the picks, but I felt like they were just too easily. It was too easily predictable, and that was the portion that I had a hard time with. I loved. I enjoyed the women's Royal Rumble. I'm glad to see some of the female superstars return. Um, I really enjoyed. If I had to say my favorite match of the night, it probably came down to Becky Lynch and Asuka. And I know that sounds weird, but that was really an enjoyable match for me. And I love the display that Asuka put on. I hate the fact that she has those tag team belts now because I do think that she would be a great champion, whether it be Raw or SmackDown. I think she would do an awesome job with it. We saw that in NXT. But, uh, yeah, I'm going in between. I'm not a huge, you know, there's not a huge pop from me, but I don't have a ton of complaints about it either. Well, the fact that she has the tag team belts doesn't seem to matter because it doesn't seem like they're being a tag team that defends them on any level. I I don't know when the last time is they defended them, uh, or it's been weeks at least. Uh, You know, I give the pay-per-view thumbs up. I enjoyed it as a whole. There were definitely some low points for me. Uh, And I'm looking at you, uh, Bailey and and, uh, Lacey Evans. But uh, besides that, overall, I enjoyed it. I didn't agree with all the winners. I don't think Charlotte Flair should have won the uh, Royal Rumble, the women's. I think that Shayna Blazer should have won if Ronda Rousey was not going to come back, which she obviously didn't. That's who I had picked because I was thinking maybe she would come back and then go on to face um, Becky at Mania. But that's obviously not the case. But Shayna was a part 
uh, that we didn't know. And I do think that she would have got a bigger bump or a bigger push out of that uh, than Charlotte. Charlotte doesn't need that. And I'm Charlotte doesn't need to be in the main event of WrestleMania. I know she's your biggest women's superstar. Um, some would maybe argue Becky. Uh, but Charlotte is really your 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 biggest crowned, you know. Your crown jewel. Yeah. So jewel, yeah. you're going to want her there. No pun but, intended. But, but, well, she's not allowed to wrestle at crown jewel. That's what I said. No pun intended. Sorry <laughs> but, about that. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought it was a little stale going with her. Uh, I think Shayna would have been a much better choice and then have her go on to either face Becky or or, or Bailey. It looks, uh, according to rumors, she is going to fa- end up facing Becky at, at Mania. And Charlotte is apparently going to go on to challenge uh, Rhea Ripley of the NXT Championship. Which, Let me. What's your initial thought when you hear that? You have no one else in the women's division down there that you're taking your biggest star and having her. And I know NXT has become its own brand. And it's supposed to be an equal brand. Correct. Because I, I know where you're going with this because I agree with you. That you're having her take a step back. Now, I understand because Triple H came out some months ago. This was around the time Finn Balor ended up at uh, NXT. And it was basically... We don't have any major plans for you. Here come the NXT. I'll put you to work. I'll put you in a program. And we have seen it done before. We, we, we saw Natalia do it. We saw Cesaro do it. But I'm talking about stars that I guess they're not in an equiposition as a Charlotte Flair. But we've seen guys and girls from the main roster do it. But that's what it looks like. It looks like you have them taking a step back. Now, in terms of, you know, the actual... You're going to go somewhere bad with this, I know, but i got to go with it. You, in terms of the build of these two ladies, because Charlotte is, is one of the taller women in the women's division, and so is Rhea so Ripley. Is Rhea, yeah. So I think that's where you're kind of going to see. So it's going to get interesting, and it'll be exciting. But, yeah, it, just, it was kind of perplexing to me to see that. And when I heard that, it was just kind of, well, I guess if you got to give her something to do. but Because if, I don't think we want another Becky Charlotte main event at WrestleMania. Correct. I think that would be stale. Uh, I don't see her going after Bailey. I don't think Bailey is just at that level right now uh, to face Charlotte, and I'm not sure if Charlotte's a, a heel or a flare or a, no. She's a, a flare. A you name it. She's not a, a heel or a face. She's a flare. So I don't know if that matches with Bailey. Um, but I mean, so play that out in your mind. She she goes on to WrestleMania. Uh, she is one of is one of the big positions against Rhea Ripley, which is great for Rhea. Because she gets her WrestleMania moment. Uh, she gets a big WrestleMania moment, yeah. right? But do you see Charlotte winning that match, and then is she going to go down? And I, I know they're equal. They're supposed to be equal. But you you come up from NXT to the main roster. So is she going to take a step back and, sense, uh, and, and be the NXT champion and compete on Wednesday nights? The only way I can see that happening is if she wins then ultimately it's her work towards Shayna Baszler or Shayna ba- a way to get Shayna Baszler back. But then you bury the the work that you put in with, with Ripley. So that's why I don't think you do it. It's and a- I think you're moving Shayna up to the main if she is uh, facing uh, Becky at, at Mania. See, I would almost be intrigued to see if at some point in time, if something's going to happen here where just throwing it out, do we actually do we maybe get our four our four horse women battle? Where at that point in time, someone from the from the Ultimate Fighter for the UFC Fighter Four Horsemen's not a hundred percent rare. Ripley will be the fourth. You put Charlotte, you put Bailey, you put Becky, and you put Sasha, and some mixed match happens. I, I I've tried playing this out. I don't know how this works out because then then if Charlotte loses, 
Is Charlotte falling down a peg? Are, are you pushing her back? And maybe that could be it because ultimately she is planning a wedding and, and there'll be some time away for her wedding and her honeymoon. That's where we see uh, the one of the members of the Iconics. I can't remember which one that got that recently got married. Um, that that could be part of it is this is the setup to give her, her time away for her wedding that she'll lose. It'll be like some sort of big injury. But, but how long are these weddings? Now, I'm not married. I've been to weddings. You are married. How long did your wedding take? Well, it's a day. Yeah, but I you mean. You take they, a day off and go get married. But then it's they honeymoon. Really a, you could really do your wedding in the, in like the, in the, you know, around lunchtime and you could wrestle at night even. Or I know oh. a lot of people do wrestle at night on the oh. day of their wedding. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, when you get married, don't bring that part up. I don't think your, your future wife will be. Well, I mean, they go on their honeymoon. They do those, you know, and you got to imagine that uh, Charlotte. That's a week. Yeah, they take like months, bro. No, no. But, well, if if honeymoons are months, I do want to get married because I want to go on a honeymoon. Yeah, but you got to pay for Rachel, it. Rachel, will you marry me? Saving that, I'll email that to her. <laughs> Look, but you got to pay for it. And, you know, obviously Charlotte's a flair. So, well, there might not be a lot of money. Let's just be. <laughs> uh, you know, I was there anything else about the Women's Royal Rumble? I enjoyed seeing uh, Shayna being there. There was a lot of NXT involvement. Yes. Um, I now I can't Bianca Blair with the run that she made. Uh, I honestly thought at one point eliminations. I, I was actually at a point thinking she might win this, and I was like, that'd be a very big turn. I mean, I don't think she's there yet. I don't think she's ready for it yet. I think she's an amazing competitor, but I don't think she's at that point where she was ready for a WrestleMania moment by no stretch of the word. But uh, I, I actually did have a thought of maybe she would have been there. Honestly, I was happy to see someone who was back and I, and. I knew what she would be used for, and that was Naomi, where she was going to do the, you know, Kofi Kingston type. Shawn Michaels, Kofi Kingston, yeah. how I'm not going to let both feet touch the ground. Yeah. Because she's done that before in the previous two She's as done well. handstands, and even, uh, you know, it was just something unique of that, about that. Um, and then getting Mighty Molly back. Molly Holly. Now, obviously, someone who was uh, missed by her presence was Sasha Banks, which I still haven't found out. What happened? Was that a real ankle injury and she just played it up from SmackDown? This is going to be interesting to watch unfold over the next couple weeks or months because in case you hadn't heard, according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, uh, Kelly Kelly ended up taking Sasha Banks' place. And so we don't know what's going on there. Is she, again, unhappy with her creative and is she going to be missing for a couple of months? Um, Or is she going to end up – I mean – there's there's rumors that she will go on to face uh, Bailey at WrestleMania for that championship. The friendship of those two will kind of break up. But I mean, if that's the, uh, I just don't, I don't see, I don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. So it's going to be interesting, given her history with what she did about this time last year, where she just kind of disappeared because she wasn't happy with her creative. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, at this point in time. If she's not happy with her creative, she's not, and I'm not calling them creative, uncreative. If she's not happy with where it's going, at what point do you say, all right, we just need to sever ties? I agree. We can't agree. do this every year. We'll put you under a six-month non-compete. you got to sit down for six months. Hopefully you've saved some money, you've saved some checks up. And if you're going to AEW, you're going over to you know New Japan, wherever you're headed, good luck. May the force be with you. Because at this point in time, you can't keep doing this. I agree. And I'm a Sasha Banks fan. I am too. But if you're not happy with the direction that it's going. Again. And in listening, I'm, I've become a new fan of the New Day's podcast and listening to how they came up with the New Day idea, how they got to this point. And um, Xavier Woods said it best. He was like, you know, 
this saved our career coming up with the New Day because he's like, let's just face it. Big E, you would have gone back to NXT and you would have worked your way back up. Kofi, you would have been, you know, where you are and you would have kind of continued on at some point in time. An IC or a U.S. title, I would have gotten fired. And that's kind of the thing of they came up with their creative idea. And that's something even Vince McMahon made mention of, of that's what he loves. Come to me with an idea. Don't bring me a problem. Bring me a solution and let's create something. They you changed the hairdo. You changed the look. You went back to heel. If it wasn't enough there, then at that point in time, look, just ask for your, ask for your leave, get your papers, get your hat, get your coat and get, get going on. I agree. If we're going through this again, I, I think maybe it's time for both uh, parties to, to part ways. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the other other thing that stood out to me uh, from the women's real quickly, we're going to move on, uh, was, I mean, Beth Phoenix, I, she Must hit her head on hard. something. And my, my daughter, who was still awake at that time and was watching the women's Royal Rumble with me, she was, she was like, what is on the back of her head? And I had to, well, she kind of hit it somewhere, and that's blood. And she and she was kind of like, oh, my goodness, really? Well, where she hit it was if where the uh, turnbuckle is, behind it where they have the digital graphic sign. Mm-hmm. At some point, someone hit her. She leaned back. Her head bopped on the back of it. And so that's where she hit her head, and that's where they assumed she became busted open. Yeah. And, you know, obviously WWE blading these days is uh, frowned upon. I was afraid, I mean, but uh, kudos to her for st- staying in the match and continuing for a, a good bit after apparently yeah. that injury took place. Uh, we're going to talk about some injuries. I mean, this was not a good weekend uh, for WWE. They're going to they, uh, later on the show. We're going to talk about some guys that that big guys that are going to that got hurt over the weekend uh, and not healthy for the immediate future. At least uh, let's move on to the uh, the men's Royal Rumble. First off, I mean, this seems to be where everybody wants to start with the number one uh, entrant into the Royal Rumble, the men's Royal Rumble, uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock. Sorry. Did you like what they did with Brock or did you hate it? I know I've heard both sides of the argument. Personally, I liked it. I thought it was different. It was definitely not something that we've seen before, and I'm open to that. And, I, you know, there were some negatives uh, throughout it. But I also thought there were some positives where other people were saying, no, that was negative. Overall, did you like the fact that Brock was basically just throwing out people as they came down? Uh, at, what was it, 1 through 15, I yeah, think? Yeah, 1 through 15, he ran through and them. he got 13 eliminations Yes, uh, under his belt. Did you like it or did you not? I, After going back, and I did go back and watch it again, I liked it. Here's why. Brock Lesnar is just exactly what Paul Heyman calls him, the beast incarnate. You can't just have him go out there and it be a one and done and it be a quick wham, bam, because he still has the U- the universal title. He still has to be seen as the as the monster. The only person that could have eliminated him at a, at a fast rate, at a high rate, I'm only going to say two people, and that is going to be Braun Strowman and another favorite of mine, Keith Lee. Who we got to see him both go up against at, for certain, at certain points. And those are the only two people that I felt like. Now, I mean, I throw, I'll throw one more out there because I was surprised that they pulled it off. Big E Langston, where they, he allowed Big E to hit his finisher on him. And that was the cool part about it because it still worked where Brock looked human 
but he was still the monster by getting rid of so many entrants, but he took finishers, he took bumps, and that wasn't what we seen. This wasn't just the John Cena Suplex City match. This was where he was literally still the monster, but still showing his human, human side. I did like it. There was I a did. lot of monster where he was just picking up people, giving them F5s, and throwing them right getting out. Rid of them, yeah. But there were later on, uh, and as people started coming down, and mostly when uh, Kofi got there, I think is when this kind of... Well, Ray got a little offense in against them, uh, and then Kofi and Big E were the first three Showing in there on to gang, were able to gang up on him, and they started getting offense on him. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought the move where um, I think he had maybe eliminated Ray and Kofi was kind of uh, – not Kofi, uh, Big E was kind of on all fours and Brock ran and jumped, jumped off, off his back. of Big E's back. Yeah. Uh, and motion And clotheslined um, uh, Kofi. I thought that was an awesome move. It just showed that he does have that athletic ability to move on, to do more moves than just, you know, a German suplex and an F5 and, and hitting you and kicking you. Uh, so so I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought uh, when we got the one-on-one with Keith Lee, I mean, this kind of was what you talked about. You wanted to see at WrestleMania. Yeah. We kind of got a little preview of that, and I think the fans in that building wanted to see that too. And I was excited. I perked up a little bit and wanted to see what was going to happen here. It's- uh, so I, I, I thought there were good moments, and I thought they did it well. Now, it was interesting. You know, people, the people that want to down uh, poo-poo on it, like Chris Colwell probably would do if he was here. He's not a Brock fan. He would say it killed some of the momentum for some people. It, it made some people look bad. But to your point, right now, he's your champion. He's supposed to be above yes. a lot of those people that did come out during that 1 through 15. Uh, Braun Strowman, I wish would have got a little more uh, offense in on him, but he did get some. Uh, the biggest one to me that probably hurt somebody would have been uh, John Morrison. John Morrison is new back into the company. You kind of want to give him a push. And to come in, come in and get thrown right, right out, I thought was kind of a bad idea. But what you've seen from that, two things. Number one, I think John Morrison, I think we can see that him and Miz, Miz and Morrison, they'll be reunited. They'll be in the tag team division. And – Obviously, we know the tag team division, they need it. But number two, what you saw from that, you saw that with Big E is a fairly is a very athletic, flexible, big guy. I'm not taking anything away from Braun Strowman. He's a big dude. He's fast on his feet, but he's not athletic. And it just shows when you take a Big E, when you take a, a, a Keith, uh, Keith Lee, when you take big guys that are athletic, they can work with the different moves and let, Bron- let Brock – show some different ability, just like the poetry in motion, i.e. the Hardy Boys, like you, like we spoke of a few minutes ago. I think that's what it allows it to do. And I think that's what we're going to have to see. I, I you know, It's kind of one of those things. I'm not poo-pooing on Cain uh, Velasquez or, or Tyson Fury or anything like oh, that. Oh, boy, am I glad that neither of them came into the Rumble. Because I, I did not want them to be the ones to finally eliminate Brock. And, but I and think that's on. what that's why Brock was there, because I think Cain Velasquez still has a knee injury he's he's healing up from, and I think that's what it's leading up to, is Cain Velasquez will return, and that's what it was. So it was just kind of... But it's, that's here. not going to be our WrestleMania event main no, no, I hope not. It's, I mean, we're going to get Drew and Brock at WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre, who eventually won the, uh, the, the Royal Rumble. Let me ask you this. Now... Coel and I got into this last week. I was not a fan of what they did with Brock and um, Ricochet two weeks ago. Uh, I thought it made Ricochet look bad. It did not help him. I'm a fan of Ricochet. I want to see him move up. I thought it made him look weak. 
Uh, now, he did play a hand in eliminating Brock by giving him a quick nut shot uh, that then helped, allowed Drew to give him the Claymore kick and put him over the rope with it. Uh, d- does that nut shot vindicate Ricochet uh, and, and give him back any momentum that he may have lost in that promo if you agree that he did lose any momentum in that promo? I think two people lost momentum because that's not what Brock does. Brock is too big. Brock should have been able to just simply clothesline Ricochet. Ricochet turns him inside out and walks on about his day. He didn't need to give him that kind of shot. Does it vindicate it? No, absolutely not. It's For Ricochet, it's going to have to be the David versus Goliath match. I don't know against who. It might have to be Ricochet taking on AOP, and that'll get him some momentum back. But obviously, no, it's not. it, it wasn't enough. And I'm with you. I'm a Ricochet fan. I, I think Ricochet, I think they're trying to move him up too, too fast and maybe slow him down a little bit and put him up against because uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the U.S. title since uh, the U.S. Well, champion hey, is, is kind of on a, <laughs> For 30 well, days at least. a wellness suspension. So it, it might have to be something to that effect, but it didn't re- recuperate all of his power, all of his momentum that he had gained. All right, before we got a break, because I know we're getting up against it, there were two big returns uh, for the men in the Royal Rumble, one bigger than the other at least. Uh, MVP, did it do anything for you? Nah, not really. At me either, and it didn't seem like it did anything for the people in in Houston. Uh, but he may have already come and gone. He wrestled in the Mania. He, wrestled he said he retired. He said he's done. Yeah, he said at least match. with WWE, he's done. Uh, I he's, think he's done for good. Uh, he might as well be. I don't. I don't know if it matters. He wrestled against Ray. Uh, the big one, of course, was the return that you'd been hearing a lot of rumors about. Edge actually did return, and it looks like he's going to be around for a little while. Are you excited to see Edge? He got a big pop, and he even had Pyro. Man, I cringe a little bit with every shot that he. I takes. do worry about that for him. <laughs> I agree. When he was giving those spears, I was like, "Oh, don't hit your neck, or oh." Watch that bump, Put your head but, to the side. But, hey, I'm excited to have the Rated R Superstar back. It looks like we're going to probably get him and Orton at Mania. Uh, so more power to him. I'm glad if he's been cleared. I, look, it's worked out for Daniel Bryan so far and others. Uh, so I'm excited to have him back. I know he's going to bring a lot over the next three years, according to apparently is the deal that he signed with WWE. When we come back, one of my favorite segments every week is going over the top rope. And I've got a lot of information to cram into the over the top rope, including why Atlanta is a mecca of wrestling, in my opinion. When we return, we'll hear why. Uh, You're listening to The Finishing Move here on Atlanta Sports X. This is Atlanta Sports X, live from Cobb County and covering everything that you love about Atlanta. We start the day with home team in Hamilton at 9 a.m. as they bounce around the ATL with all the big local stories. Then at noon, it's the cheap seats with Tug Coward and Hudson Mason. And trust us, it takes an Atlanta radio veteran like Tug to keep that bulldog on the rails. And then at 3, it's the man, Mark Zeno on A to Z. Zeno is closing out the afternoon with his take on the day's stories and opinions about sports that you probably won't agree with. Add in Chuck and Chernoff on Bugged Hour from 6 to 7 p.m. The Mounds of the South and the Finishing Move on Thursdays. And you've got a lineup unlike any other. This is Atlanta's Sports X. Braves fans, the 2020 promotional calendar is set, and you won't want to miss this season's giveaways at Truist Park. The year's bobblehead lineup includes Brian McCann, Max Fried, Mike Soroka, and a special Tom Glavin 1995 World Series MVP bobble. And for the first time ever, the Braves are doing a two-part bobblehead, featuring Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna Jr. completing their Braves win high five. Ronald Acuna is under it, makes the catch, Braves win. To see a full list of this season's ticket packages, theme nights, and giveaways, head to Braves.com slash promos. 
Before Sunday's kickoff, head over to betonline.net for the latest news, scores, and odds. Bring the biggest game of the year home with betonline.net. Live from Cobb County, this is The Finishing Move. Talking all things wrestling on the X. Good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome back to The Finishing Move. I am Road Dog Adam Gillespie with my normal tag team partner, Big John. Big John, where can they reach out to you on social media? You can find me on the Twitters and the Instagram at JohnRad450. I'm on Twitter at six, uh, RoadDog680. Uh, our missing partner is out sick tonight, Bearded uh, Colwell. I don't know what his Twitter handle no is. Clue. It changes weekly, uh, so I'm sure he'll, he can tweet it out. But if you don't follow him, I don't know how you're going to see it, so I don't he know should what that tweet, does. He should be listening. He should tweet to us, tag us, and then we'll just retweet his tweet. It's my favorite segment every week. Let's go over the top rope. Oh, you're bringing this back. Man, look, it was a glorious weekend for me, bro. <laughs> He's gonna, he went 8-0 in the Rumble picks, if it, and he wants to rub it in. So, I and, guess you earned that right by cheating. Hey, man, look, when you learn how to push the buttons back here, you can do it, man. <laughs> look, I, we've talked about this before. I think you brought it up just a couple weeks ago about some of the events wrestling events that are coming to Atlanta in the next month or so. Yeah. I really, I, I saw, I knew about the ones you had talked about, but I found out about some more, and then it even expounded. I There is a lot of wrestling stuff coming to the uh, metro Atlanta area and, and close by, close enough to drive by. I just want to run through some of them real quick uh, and tell me what uh, tell me what ring does it for you. Um, I would love to take as in a part of as many of these as possible personally, uh, and I'm going to try to. One of them, obviously, we know about uh, AEW Dynamite's coming uh, February 19th. They're going to be doing the show from State Farm. They've got a cage match, the first one ever, ever. Uh, in AEW history. So that's going to be a record-setting night for them. Uh, I know you, you're going to that, and Colwell. I'm going to be at the Georgia basketball game, so I won't be able to uh, fill in for Tony Schiavone, who has duties obviously at Dynamite, so I won't be able to be there. I'm jealous of you guys for that. We'll take uh, tons of pictures for yes, you. Yes, please do. Uh, we've got WWE Raw is coming March 30th. That's the go-home show for WrestleMania, so it should be a very big WrestleMania. How about this Saturday? Did you know about this? Right next door to us at the uh, Coca-Cola Roxy, New Japan is going to have an event uh, this Saturday, February 1st. I did not know that. But it's weird because I walked by there today. And there's nothing on the marquee. There's nothing on the marquee. And they do, a, they do a pretty good job of putting stuff on their marquee out there of upcoming events. But that is not on there. But uh, uh, it's on New Japan's website. And you can buy tickets. Those tickets are still available. This Saturday, right here in the Battery at Sun, uh, Truist Park, uh, you can go see New Japan Pro Wrestling if that's your thing. How about Friday, February 17th? So next Friday... You brought this guy up. Uh, no, this is April 11th. You brought this guy up earlier. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh! He's gonna he's doing a tour where he just goes around and tells stories for an hour or so. And it's a meet and greet. So you can uh, get your picture with uh, one of the legends, Hall of Famer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It's at the One Up Comedy Club, which is over in the Highlands somewhere. Uh, it's only 25 bucks. I, I, I mean, that's a pretty good deal if you were a Hacksaw Jim Duggan fan and you can get him to sign a two by four. So I was gonna say, you. would they be okay if I came walking in with my own two by four? Yeah, because that's he, what I would want. He sells those on his website. Really? <laughs> you know, autographed two by fours, and uh, so I'm sure if you walked in with it, they'd be happy to let you do it. Um, of uh, so, and that's only twenty five bucks. So uh, April 11th, I think I'm gonna go to that. 
I went and saw Roddy Piper do this type of setting where he just got up on stage and told stories uh, from his wrestling uh, career, and it was very interesting and a lot of fun. Here's what I'll say about that, and, and I'm not trying to bring down the show, but in light of the events that took place Sunday with a, w, with a uh, NBA icon, if you're listening to this, go take in moments like this. Because you want to appreciate the legends. Like where you talk about where you've seen Roddy Piper, I would have loved to have seen Piper. If you're a wrestling fan, when you hear these legends are out and about, these icons of wrestling like this, definitely go and take it in because you don't know when we are not when we might not have them ever again. That's right. And so it's very important to take in moments like this. I might join you on that one because, once again, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, somebody we grew up with, you know, the thumbs up, the American flag, the two oh. by four. It's all a part of it, and you don't want to not have you don't want to have that moment where you're like, man, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and it's gone. Well, speaking of legends, how about in Rome? So this is a little bit of a drive, but it may be worth it. We can't drive to Rome. We have to get on a plane. Nah. No, not it's that over- Rome. It's overseas. Rome, Georgia. Oh, no passport needed for Rome, Georgia. For well, me, are at least. you sure? <laughs> Saturday, April twenty fifth, Superstar Fan Fest. Now get this lineup of of legends. Hall of Famers that are going to be in attendance in Rome, Georgia, that you can go and meet and greet, get your photo with, get autographs. How about Sting? The man called Sting? The man called Sting. He's going to be there. Now, is this the real Sting or is this the NWO Sting? No, not the NWO Sting. This is the real Sting. So he'll be there. Uh, Eric Bischoff, somebody we talked about earlier, the uh, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase is going to be there, Jimmy Hart, uh, Barry Windham, One Man Gang, Teddy Long, J.J. Dillon, and for uh, the men that are maybe want to shoot their shot, Kelly Kelly. What? I'm not saying anything. Does Kelly Kelly know that you're in the state of Georgia and you might arrive at this event? Like, do we need to call ahead and give her a warning? Look, all I said was, for the, not for me, but for guys who may want to shoot their shot. So she's not your type? <laughs> she's I'm just, you know, I just want to make sure we're clear on this because like, do we need- uh, that's Saturday, April 25th, up in Rome. So a couple hours, only a few hours from here, uh, from Atlanta, right up what 75, right? Yeah, so somewhere I, up there. I may, I may make that trip as well for the opportunity to meet some of those guys, some of the guys I grew up watching, Kelly, Kelly, of, uh, and gal, uh, of course, uh, our friend, his friend of show, Ben uh, Brandon Field, uh, his Southern Honor Wrestling. The first Friday of every month, they got their thing coming up next week in Canton. Uh, that's another trip that we need to make. Uh, also, right next door to us in the Coca-Cola Roxy, uh, coming March 6th and 7th, a two-night event, Impact, A-Town Beatdown. I have no clue about that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing. All of these things that are coming to the area for wrestling fans to really uh, take part, but that's going to be right next door to us uh, in the Coca-Cola Roxy here at, in the Battery. Uh, uh, we got uh, WWE, we got Raw coming, but also if you want to drive, you got on April 18th and 19th, you can go to the Macon in 18th and see a house show, and then in Savannah on the 19th and see the house show. And my pitch for those would be on March 30th, you're going to get the go home to WrestleMania. So you would get pre-WrestleMania stuff. Yes. If you go to those two house shows, you're going to get post-WrestleMania stuff. So there could be some different uh, interesting matches and angles uh, taking place. Might make that a long weekend. Go take the family, go down to Savannah. Yeah, you definitely could. Make it a long weekend and just come back that right. Tuesday. This is one that I, wa- I wish you could take part uh, with me or would take part with me. I guess you can. Uh, February 22nd, I am going up to Knoxville, Tennessee to take part in a wrestling fantasy camp. 
uh, Jacob Richards Wrestling Academy, and those names stand for Glenn Jacobs, Kane, yes, Kane. slash Kane, and Pritchard, Tom Pritchard, Dr. Tom, uh, brother of Bruce Pritchard, who's risen back into wrestling uh, fandom, I guess, here recently. They have a wrestling academy up there in Knoxville, and I'm going to go up there for the day. It's a Saturday, and take part in their uh, one-day fantasy camp. And it's only ninety nine dollars, so it, it's not you're not really breaking the bank that much. Um, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's how I'm putting it. I don't. I, I know Doctor Tom takes part in the camp. Uh, it doesn't say if Kane does, but you get a shirt, you get photos, you you get some in ring action, you get pro go through promo school. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to have a lot of. But now can... there's going to be a lot of orange around. I'm not looking forward to that part mm-hmm. of Knoxville. Uh, but my red and black will hopefully shine through. Is your in-ring name going to be the road dog? I don't, yeah, why not? Do you think you can take a bump? Like if someone did a hip toss, are you, are you athletic enough to like Yeah, I could, uh, I could do a flat back, I have no doubt. Uh, and I hope we get the opportunity to come off the top rope. So, That's okay. really what I want to do. Now let's talk about this. Let's pull the curtain back a little bit here. Because one member of this three-man team, he tried to perform a super kick and broke his shoulder. Well, he's one of the most unathletic people I've ever met. So I'm not saying which one, but both of my arms are okay. Both of your arms are okay. But he yeah, tried he's to not be- here tonight. He tried to perform a super kick, and I, we're all try- still trying to figure out to this day, including our boss, is trying to figure out, how'd you break your elbow trying to kick somebody? What, what happened here? <laughs> so go figure that one out. Next time we see a friend of the show, Stevie Richards, we got to ask him, has that ever happened to him, a Stevie kick? Because I have no clue how that how he pulled that off. <laughs> uh, but I, hopefully I'll have a full report on that fantasy camp adventure. Now, but look, that's a lot of wrestling a lot. and a lot of wrestling events. Not just wrestling, but coming to the Atlanta metro area. So I talk about all the time that I really hope one day we get a WrestleMania back. And I still would take a WrestleMania over all of this WrestleMania weekend. Oh. Uh, but uh, but that, that's a lot of fun stuff for wrestling fans. And then up, coming up through April... Uh, plenty of opportunities to get out in the Atlanta area and have fun with wrestling. No, I'm with you. I mean, look, we're a week. We're not even a week away from the Super Bowl, but it was a year ago. We had the Super Bowl just right here in Atlanta, and there were so many events going on. And some wrestling events then, too. And that's what would be cool about having WrestleMania back, is having all of those events going on right here in our city. And you're right. You you said it in the tease that Atlanta re- is a wrestling mecca, and you're right. It is. Look, this is the home of WCW. This is where it all started. Or, or, you know, I know there are people in the North who will argue this with me, and I'm a Northerner saying this, but it was one of those things when WCW was here, even when he was still alive, Dusty Rhodes, what he had up uh, at his home in Woodstock, where he even, I think, he owned, he purchased some of the material from WCW. I, I guess Cody would have it now. I don't know where it might be. It would be great, and it's great having all of these events, and I'm going to do my best to take in as many of them as possible because, uh, look, we're wrestling fans, and this is just great. I mean, I'm a little disappointed that uh, our neighbors don't tell us more about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I don't know what's <laughs> up with that. by that. I don't know why they're not putting that on the marquee. I'm not going to be able to make the New Japan this Saturday because uh, I just found out about it and I already have plans with my daughter. But, man, I, don't, I, I have to check into that and why they're not putting that stuff on their marquee. Yeah, no, we'll definitely find out, but we we'll definitely like to try and get ourselves to as many of these things as possible. Because, uh, and like I said, even the event up in Rome. I mean, Rome is a, a bit of a hike, but still. I mean, for Sting, Sting and Eric Bischoff, and even and Ted DiBiase. You know, Ted's I saw Ted, man. Ted DiBiase. These are these are the legends that we grew up with. You know, I know you're going for Kelly Kelly, and that's a whole different story altogether. But those those are the icons, and no pun intended, because I know Sting is referenced as the icon 
But it'd be great to meet some of these guys and just get a picture and shake a hand and even just hear some of those stories because those are the amazing parts. That's the part that we love to hear those stories from our past. Uh, I talked about earlier Beth Phoenix taking that bump on her head, getting busted open, the Women's Royal Rumble. It was a rough weekend uh, for WWE as far as losing wrestlers to injuries. Uh, let's start with uh, Worlds Collide. Alexander Wolf. if you if you watch that match, yeah. uh, part of Imperium, Imperium uh, it looked like he got a real big bump, nasty bump. Uh, Max came down to the ring and escorted him out, and he was no longer a part of that match, and Imperium was down to three instead of four. Uh, now, it says that uh, the best I could find reports, you would have thought concussion. Uh, they haven't confirmed if it was a concussion or he may have just got a, a bad stinger uh, in the match. Hopefully he did not have a concussion. He has tweeted out since then uh, that he will be okay. So I guess that is a good sign. Uh, but that started off the night, uh, the, the, that night. Then the next night, you had Beth Phoenix bust her head open. Obviously, she's not a, a full-time wrestler. But AJ Styles, I mean, a big part of what WWE is putting out there right now. Uh, if you were really paying attention, you could know you knew something had happened because those same medics in those black shirts were talking to him from ringside. And apparently, he separated his shoulder, and it happened when Edge speared him. He just landed on it wrong. Uh, I thought maybe they – I knew something had happened because I could saw those medics, and then at one point Baron went over and he kind of told Baron, and, and then uh, Edge came over right away and, and dumped him out. And I didn't know if – I thought maybe they were setting up something uh, for Edge and AJ at WrestleMania, and I thought that would be a good match, and maybe they were, and we'll never know. Well, and AJ they, came out and said it was his own fault. He took the bump wrong. Yeah. He said it was his own fault that the way the injury happened. And it's, it's you know, look, I, I, you don't wish any wrestler to get hurt, that first and foremost. We hate seeing our superstars who aren't with us. But it is one of those things that also you're, you're a little bit concerned at the fact of AJ Styles isn't exactly a spring chicken. So I think he's, four, I think he's in his early 40s. And he's in great shape. I'm not taking that Just away like from him. Just like me in my early 40s. Just not in great shape. No, I, no, 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 no I, I am also in great shape. No, you're round. Well, but that's a great shape. It's an endless shape. <laughs> But you know, you, you also you also don't want to see these guys get hurt because once the injuries start, it gets harder and harder to heal from them. And and AJ Styles, he's someone that you can use him, and he's been used in so many different ways and on so many different levels that you want to make that it would be great to have him back and have him up and going. And you're right, it would have been awesome to have a uh, seen an Edge AJ Styles type match take place. It would have been tons of fun to do with it to see what that would have come about. Uh, he says he hopes to be back in WrestleMania. I hope that he is at least able to be a part of WrestleMania because uh, he's one of the best wrestlers out there right now. Well, the the issues didn't stop at Royal no, Rumble. The next night, uh, Samoa Joe got a concussion during his match, tag team match, where he was tagging with KO, taking on Rollins and Murphy, and he you saw him taken to the back. It was just a rough weekend overall uh, as far as injuries for some key players, at least when you look at those two. And then you mentioned earlier uh, Andrade is going to be – this isn't an injury – but he's going to be missing for the next 30 days. So your U.S. championship is gone, apparently, for 30 days because you didn't drop it to uh, Humberto uh, because he had a wellness policy violation. And so you you still got to wonder what happens there. And we made mention of it earlier as well, Sasha Banks. We're not 100% sure what took place with her that started uh, kind of er- that Friday. We're not 100% sure if it's an injury or what that could be in terms of what's going on with her. They're, I mean, look, it's just kind of falling left and right and – Hopefully WWE can figure out a way to work these guys back in, and we and we'd be excited to see everybody back at full health. But we also know that 
You know, that's why they put the caution at front. Do not try this at home. Exactly. Uh, when I say the name Brody Lee, do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, Keith Lee's distant cousin. Uh, well, maybe. Luke Harper is uh, Keith Lee's uh, distant cousin. They look alike. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of similarities. Looks like you and I. We're distant cousins. <laughs> uh, Brody Lee, uh, formerly known Luke Harper. He is uh, sitting out right now and is expected to make his AEW debut uh, come around the middle of uh, March. His his non-compete with WWE is up March 8th per the Wrestling Observer, and he is expected to sign and debut in WWE, I mean in AEW, uh, in the middle of March. Are you excited to see him get a new chance? Yes. He seemed to be a fan favorite in WWE as Luke Harper. He was an IC title holder at one point and got cheers from the fans. Uh, they just could never really, really sustain a push with him. I think, I mean, obviously, I think the injury was a setback for him. And I don't know whether it was he made that decision or whether it was WWE Uncreative, where they kept putting him with Eric Rowan as this tag team. They were the Bludgeon Brothers. Could, they couldn't get away from those two. And how about this? I, I know we're, we're not getting into a lot of current stuff or as far as like the show data. But this, this, there is no way that WWE is going to be able to pay off this whatever he has in that cage. Uh, that's going to be good to live up to, live to, up the, to, to what how long they've been dragging it out. And see, there is nothing. You know the amazing part. I once read an article. Vince wasn't a big fan of Eric Rowan. He he was not excited about him. So whoever's coming up with this, and I haven't read anything whether whether it be Paul Heyman or whoever is wanting him to have this push. So it's kind of out of nowhere. I don't know what you. What are you going to say? It's a possum. The best a uh, raccoon. I don't, yeah. What is it? It's a rat. A big rat, big New York sewer rat. A big rat, really big rat. I mean, what is this thing? And what is it that it bites him? He he cuts his hand. And he talks to it. Oh, he kicks it's it. Not he gonna live it, up to it. And what it'll turn out to be is like a chihuahua. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna go over. Uh, and it's just gonna sour his character even more, in my opinion. And I think what they were trying to do was trying to give it a mystique, like uh, Bray Wyatt when he first came out, the, the rocking chair. And how the rocking chair had a symbol of power, kind of like Paul, um, the Undertaker with the urn. But it's just, it's not, it's, you're you're now talking about a true-to-life adamant object. These were inanimate objects. That's why it worked. This isn't going to work. Speaking of the Undertaker, there are currently, reportedly, no plans for the Undertaker to be a part of WrestleMania 36. This will be his second year in a row where we have a WrestleMania with no uh, Undertaker and officially, we didn't have a match for him three years ago. He just showed up and ended up fighting with Cena for a little bit. Uh, are you, you know, How do you feel about this? You, do you want The Undertaker, or is it time to move on? Please retire. Oh, that's awful. Please retire. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset about it, but I do think from time to time he still has some uh, a match left in him. Uh, neither apparently does Ronda Rousey have any plans to be a part of WrestleMania 36. So whenever her return is uh, going to happen, apparently it's not going to be uh, at WrestleMania. Now the Undertaker is in negotiations for an appearance. Now I'm not, I didn't say a match, and the report didn't say a match. It could be, uh, you know, we've seen The Rock have these appearances in years past. We've seen Cena do these appearances in years past. Uh, would you be upset, though, with a Bray Wyatt-Undertaker match? Yes. Okay. I mean, look, here's where I'm at. And I think my, my where my feelings with the Undertaker, where it comes from, it comes from a, pers- a place of caring. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest. Because when I read the article, I can't remember what event it was. It might have been Saudi Arabia where he literally had to be helped to the back. Well, and that then- was when him and Brock had the um- – 
horrible match. Not Brock. Uh, Goldberg. Goldberg. And it might have been. It might have been before that, and then had to be immediately put on a stretcher and taken to a hospital. Yeah. And that you know, I know these guys are like larger than life, and the love of it, and the thrill of it, and the energy of it. That's great. But at the same time, it is one of those things of like, man, you got a wife, you got a family. I don't want to see, you know, we, we, we've we seen the mortal side of you. We know it exists. I would be okay if it came back. The lights go dim, dim. They come back up. He chokeslams someone, and then he goes away. Great. But another match, I always sit there. It's kind of like with Edge. Just please don't hurt yourself. Three more stories before we go to break. Real quick, I'll, make them, I'll go through them as fast as I can with you. Uh, Wednesday Night War updates, NXT. I mean, uh, AEW won again last night. They're now 5-0. and uh, on the year, they're fourteen one and one uh, overall uh, since they debuted against NXT. I mean, they've really put a butt whooping on NXT as far as the uh, ratings. They've only lost one time, and then they've won. Now they did have their lowest viewing of the year uh, this past Wednesday, and uh, but but it's not that bad. They were still number three uh, in the cable top one hundred and fifty with about uh, a little over eight hundred thousand people watching. Uh, how about we've seen we talked about this uh, on the podcast. Make sure you go to um, atlsportsx.com and check out the dark matches that we do a podcast every week and we load it up there. We talked about the Ric Flair 30 for 30. We talked about mentioned the Andre the Giant uh, documentary that was on HBO. We've seen the uh, page movie that came out recently. We know there's a Hulk Hogan biopic in the works at Netflix. How about this one? Are you interested in seeing a China biopic? What's the what's the rating on that? Hey, that's a very good question. <laughs> what's the rating on what, that? Joni Louder. How about she? Uh, China's is uh, R.I.P. She has uh, gone on from us, but her family is behind this and helping put it together. It's an official authorized bio. WWE is not a part of this, so it's outside of WWE. So it will be interesting to see how much footage and stuff they can utilize from that. Uh, but and and then because the family is in it, there were parts of China's life after WWE that really got in the, uh, I guess gutter would be the best nicest way to put it. I mean, the biggest thing is you got, and that I want you know I, we make light of it and we joke about it, but we also remember before China was in WWE, she was a bodybuilder. So you get to see that portion of it. You get to see the athlete that she is that she was, and you know it's just. I, I hope whoever's producing it, whoever's involved with it, uh, they keep it tasteful and not make it to something that makes a spectacle. But if the family's involved, you got to believe that it is going to be tasteful. You got to believe they're going to probably want to leave some stuff out. But I also feel like you have to tell the whole story. And and yes, you can, you can Google be those portions of the story. No, too. You can be tasteful about it, but that's part of her story. That was part of her life. Uh, now that does bring up the question, though: Is Sean Waltman? X Pac, six pack, because he played a port. He played a role. Well, they were together as a couple for a very her, long time. And her post mortem, and part of the not good parts. Yeah. Too. So how does how does he feel about this? How does he go go into it? Well, and that, then they're going to have to be cautious because you also have the financial backing of the McMahon family because you're going to have to make mention of Paul Levesque and Stephanie McMahon. Who played a portion in that story that goes apart? Well, that with film the is uh, has started production. You can get uh, updates at the Joni Louder story. Uh, what bro- this broke late uh, today? Uh, if you haven't heard, apparently the um, 
uh, co-presidents of the WWE are yeah. leaving. George Barros and Michelle Wilson are leaving the company and will no longer serve on the board of directors. Uh, now, what this means for us as wrestling fans and the product that we see on TV, probably not very much at all. Uh, but what it has meant it is that the WWE stock has taken a hit uh, since it closed today. Uh, WWE stock closed at $62.30. Since this uh, news came out, it's taken a hit and gone down to $48 a share. So that's a twenty, almost a 23% drop in stock price. Uh, for whatever those two meant to the company, uh, apparently it was a lot because this stock has taken a hit because of it. Well, you got to remember, uh, in a few short days, WWE, they're embarking on it again. Uh, XFL. XFL is returning. But that's a different venture this time. It's not tied to the WWE. Vince McMahon cashed out a lot of his stock auctions to be able to fund it, and it's under Alpha Entertainment, so it Correct. is not tied uh, to the WWE. So maybe there's some connection there, but uh, we'll see. Next week, right? Next weekend. The first Next weekend. weekend. We'll see the first the weekend of the first game. All right, when we return, we're going to uh, we go home. Okay. <laughs> Bye. You're listening to The Finishing Move on Atlanta Sports X. Home team and Hamilton, weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon. I don't want to use a good book for, for these kinds of purposes. Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Proverbs 5, 18 through 19. Team Randy Lee. Let all <laughs> you know of God's people say, hey, "Amen, Amen." I know that's right. I'm gonna laugh at you in a very, very good way. <laughs> you, you knew immediately where that scripture was. <laughs> this is the Sports X. Here comes Mike up on the outside. He's headed for the ATM. Oh, but there's a huge line. He's in a tight spot here. What's he going to do? He takes out his phone. Wait, it looks like he's got the SunTrust mobile app. He snaps a pic of his check, hits deposit, then submit. This kid is on fire. That is money in the bank. Another great play brought to you by SunTrust, the official sponsor of Financial Confidence. Stop by your branch or go to SunTrust.com to learn more. SunTrust. Confidence starts here. SunTrust Bank, member FDIC. Every rim rattling dunk. Keith Banks peeling the lane, and he jams it down over Williamson. Every clutch three. Just a ball, right wing three. Yes, sir! And every unforgettable moment. Into the lane, plays off, takes, takes the dunk! One second to go! Yellow Jacket basketball lives here. Georgia Tech stuns North Carolina State in the regular season finale. Catch the Yellow Jackets all season, only here on The Fan. Live from Cobb County, this is The Finishing Move with the road dog Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe on the X. Welcome back to The Finishing Move. I'm road dog Adam Gillespie with my original OG tag team partner, Big John. Uh, Chris Colwell is out tonight. We're hoping he feels better. It's time to go home. Oh, we don't have music for this? Well, you got to let the first round of music fade out. This is Radio 101. Hello. Yeah, but we're in, we're in a tight crunch of time. Oh, you should have faded that down Now quicker. you're worried about a clock. <laughs> it's time to go home. All right. I've got a question for you that I hope you answer a lot better than Morris uh, Berger. If you didn't know, Morris Berger, uh, he was a, now a former coach for the um, 
what was it, for the Grand Valley State football team. Yes. I think he was on the uh, offensive coordinator, actually. Uh, he was asked, uh, if you could have a dinner with anybody in history, who would that be? This was his answer. So I hope that you don't repeat it. <laughs> and you should have known this was going to be bad the way he started off with his answer. This is probably not going to be a good get a good review, but I'm going to say Adolf Hitler. Exactly. Exactly. It was obviously very sad, and he had very bad motives, but the way he was able to lead was second to none. How he rallied a group and a following. I want to know how he did that. Wow. Clearly, you will not be leading anyone yourself, Connor. Not at Grand Valley, that's for sure, and probably not anywhere else anytime soon. Anytime soon, there, brother. All right, so I hope you don't answer with as dumb an answer as that. But if you could have uh, dinner with, say, two or three wrestling wrestlers, wrestling wrestlers, wrestling wrestlers from the history of wrestling. What about wrestling rappers? Well, like. Ugh. Now I can't think of his name, but he wrestled in uh, WCW. No limit. Master P. Master P was a wrestling rapper. You could have said our truth. He's like a wrestling rapper. All right, who would it be? Who would you uh, want to sit down and have? Three, give me three guys throughout the uh, world. All right, I got wrestling. three. Uh, first one, Triple H. I think Triple H number one. He has the money to pick up the bill, obviously. But um, most of these guys, Triple probably. H, I think he'd tell an amazing story. It'd be great to pick his brain in terms of the art of wrestling and the position that he's in. Uh, I think he would be someone to just amazing to sit down and talk to. Be great to sit down and have a conversation with him. Uh, number two, I am going to have to go with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Once again, another one, and particularly uh, in the passing of his father, which I think we talked about it here, that it was kind of before our era. And I would love to just see which stories he has to share that he could pass on and just things of that nature, just the history of it. I'm a bit of a history buff, so I'm a big fan of stuff like that. And last but certainly not least, it would be Brett the Hitman Hart. That's a good That's a good table. That's an interesting group of guys you're eating with. Uh, I'm going to go with – go ahead. No, I, I just think with Brett Hart, I've really got to ask. Tell me about the Montreal Screwjob. Screwjob. You think he's tired of talking about that? I don't know. I just hope he would talk with yeah, you I, about I it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he would, but I just, <laughs> I, that's one of those probably things that every, every fan that Has talks to you him. probably talk, wants to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to go with my favorite of all time, obviously, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to have at my table. Um, I think I think it would just be fun to talk and hang out with him. He seems like a cool guy to, to do that with. Um, I'm going to have Austin there as well. I've met Austin a couple different times. So you're before. drinking too. So we're going to be drinking. Well, even with Hogan, we're probably going to be drinking. Uh, I think Austin would be a, a good. Those two guys would just be fun to sit around and watch and talk to. And then someone that Colwell brought up for a very fun, good reason a couple weeks ago when we kind of hit this question uh, would be Andre the Giant, just to talk to him about you know his life and just to see that guy in person, but just to see the drinking display that report. I, was say, that he I will cover the bill. Just, yeah. If you can do it, I'll cover the bill. I will figure out how to pay for it. I think that would be a really interesting uh, table to sit with as well. No, well, I think – actually, can I throw one more in there as course. an honorable mention? Yeah. Vincent McMahon. I would want to talk with Mr. McMahon about how he grew this to the to, to this business that he is. I think it would be a cool conversation to have. I think he would be a great uh, guy to interview, and he does not do a lot of interviews, especially no. now. Uh, you know, when WrestleMania came here, I got him on the phone with Chuck and Chernoff. 
uh, for a little bit at the presser announcing WrestleMania, and I got to meet him there, you know, in that interaction for a few moments. Uh, and it was kind of intimidating, I'll be honest I can imagine. With you. I'll be honest with you. Well, once again, thank you for listening to The Finishing Move. Make sure you go to AtlantaSportsX.com. You can hear the show anytime you miss it. Catch up on the podcast. Plus, hear the dark matches that we talked about tonight. We talked about uh, heel turns. Uh, people, faces turning heel. Uh, heels turning face. Who were some of the greatest ones ever? Who should have turned heel? Or who should have turned face? So make sure you get all that information. Coel, we hope you feel better. Big John, have a great night. And you, thank you for listening.